chapter 4. Give me, give me a little more, Richard. Give me, just turn me up just a touch. All right, here we go. Very good. All right. Does this look familiar, John chapter 4? Anybody familiar with that? Does it look familiar? We were here last week. Same chapter. Woman at the well. Be like that preacher that got up Sunday morning and, man, he preached a message. He peeled the hide. Oh, he peeled the hide. I mean, he got up and preached, peeled the hide. And everybody left, and next Sunday got up, had him turn to the same scripture, preach the same message, peeled her hide again. I mean, this went on for about three different weeks. In the fourth week, he got up, had him turn to the same scripture, and peeled her hide again. So one of the men in the church come to him after church and said, Preacher, said, we, we, I mean, we appreciate you preaching truth. We're not afraid for you to peel her hide, but... Do you think you could preach something other than the same thing you've been preaching? He said, well, I'll figure it this way. Once you pick up on that and start doing that, I'll preach something else. <laughs> that ain't the case here, amen. But, uh, but amen, yeah, we, uh, we just, I've got, I've got something on my heart. Out of the same passage, I do something different, but uh, pray to be a blessing to you. Uh, boy, my heart was blessed this week. I, uh, this weekend was able to go down. I just can't say enough about just uh, the blessing. I appreciate the opportunity, Barth and, and, and Brother Jason, but both both brothers were able to come and, and do that, had some good preaching. I'm going to tell you one thing. Don't ever say you're offended around us. Amen. We had two, preacher opened up with a message. I'm going to tell you what, he preached, and, and we, we're going to try to get copies, but I'm going to tell you what, for a person to say there, well, we know the Bible says those who love the Lord are not easily offended, but he dove deep. We, we went down into the water of the word, amen, and I'm going to tell you what, you should never be offended because the signs of when you're offended, what that is, it's not good, amen. And uh, so that was the first message preached, which pretty much peeled her ears back. And then, uh, so the other men, I guess, felt that it was good to, to just rear back and let her eat. And then they would say, are you offended? <laughs> it was pretty good, amen. But hey, I appreciate truth, amen. amen. I did, I was bothered, though. I did, we were, we were uh, I mean, everything was good except for the one we were, after we ate lunch, we were kind of gathered around. And I was trying to look around in the fellowship, the uh, Trying to get some ideas, and one of the preachers, man, he was just chewing his boy out outside the doors there. And I could tell he was chewing him out, and I just ever heard him. He said, did you clean your plate up, mule? And I thought, and he said, did you pick up your cup, mule? And the boy didn't say anything, and he said, and tuck in your shirt, mule. You look like a slob. And uh, I thought, good grief. And he said, and listen, look, your shoes are dirty. Go clean them up, mule. So he walked away. I felt bad for the boy, and Brother Barb, Brother Jason, I think they were somewhere else, and so I asked him, I said, does he, does he talk to you like that all the time? And he said, he, he, he always talks to me like that. <laughs> I guess y'all didn't get it, amen? Yeah, all right, all right. Well, that's the last time you're going to laugh. After I get done here, you won't be laughing at no most kids. <laughs> No, no, it's not like that this morning. Yeah, Morgan, will you? She'll get it loaded to ride home. All right. Yeehaw, yeehaw. Always talk to me like that. Yeah. He called him mule. Yeehaw, yeehaw, like a donkey, you know. Yeehaw, yeehaw. Okay, all right. Oh, well. It made us laugh. Yeah. 
that'd be great. We do. We have. They gave his books. Very, very, very helpful. So good, Brother Barth. And I have some on my phone to the inside. Some things I think we can take away from there and apply to here. It'll be good. So praise the Lord, Amen. Good to be in the house of the Lord, Amen. And even though you didn't like my corny joke, Amen. I'll be all right. Okay. We're gonna get into the Word right now, Amen. Chase laughed, Amen. That's all right. All right. Let's stand to our feet. Let's honor God's Word. John chapter 4, John chapter 4, we were here last week, we were looking at the woman at the well, we're going to look at this passage again, and uh, just with a different thought, just something the Lord's, I'm thankful that uh, I was able to get and just uh, apply, and I hope it'll be a blessing to you, but it says this in the book of John chapter 4 in verse 27, and upon this came his disciples and marveled that he talked with the woman, yet no man said, what seekest thou, or why talkest thou with her the woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and saith to the men come see a man which told me all things that ever I did is not this the Christ let's bow for a word of prayer father I am so thankful and I understand I am what I am because of your wonderful grace, God. Only because of your grace and the blood of Jesus am I here today, Father. Father, I'm so thankful to be saved. I'm thankful to be in your house, God. I'm thankful to be with your people, Lord. And Father, I pray as we open up your word now, God, that we'll open up hearts and minds and ears, God, with, Father, Lord, uh, just an, an appetite to feed upon your word, God. I pray you'll speak to us, God. I pray you'll give us what we need, Lord. I pray we can walk away from here today, Father, just thankful we're in your house, hearing your word, God, I pray. Feed us with your heavenly manna, in Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Look back at verse 28. Here's what I want to draw my thought out of, verse 28. It says this, the woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and saith to the men. It says she left her water pot. Which was, she was there, she had that, that was what she was doing, but after she met Jesus, everything changed. Amen. Here's what I want to preach on, the Lord to help me for just a little bit. A whale beats a water pot any day. Amen? Amen. A whale beats a water pot any day. Why in the world, if you think about this, and you're looking and you read before this and after this, and we know uh, through in the Gospel of John how he, he gives to us, and thankful he does, part of Jesus' ministry, but why would Jesus go so many miles out of the way to this whale? Because the way that he went when he said, I must needs go through Samaria, that was out of the way to where they were heading, but yet he did that. Why in the world... Would he do that? I'll tell you why. Because he was God robed in flesh, amen. And he knew without a doubt there was going to be a woman coming by to that very well who is in need of Jesus, amen. amen. And that's exactly why he did that. I'm thankful, listen, I'm thankful that the Lord thought it necessary to come by my way, amen. amen. I'm thankful that the Lord thought it and saw it necessary to come sit down with me at my well one day, Aaron, and I was able to receive the greatest gift in all the world, amen, and that's Jesus Christ, amen. I'm thankful he knew where I was at, amen. 
He knows where you are today and he knew where you are and came to you that day you got saved. And I'm telling you, that's a blessing, amen. I'm thankful that God, listen, and Jesus Christ is in the business of saving souls. I'm thankful that he was concerned about this lady. I'm thankful too that, hey, he's in the business of going to places where people are out and giving them water that they can drink of, that water being the well, amen, of living water and they'll never have to thirst again. Amen. Amen. Now look, I want to I kind of lay some groundwork. We're probably not going to get finished, which will be fine. I'm going to finish it tonight, but I'm going to try my best. But we'll see how it goes. But I want to lay some groundwork and just try to paint in your mind again this picture of where we are, what's going on. I explained last week this woman, she had things against her. Uh, she was a woman. She had been unfaithful. Uh, she was a, a, a Samaritan woman. We looked at that. Uh, and here she's coming in midday. She was coming in the heat of the day. Uh, she wasn't coming with a group. She was by herself. She was a cast out. She wasn't living a very good life. People in the town knew this. Uh, of course, we, we kind of get, a, get an idea of the life she was living. Uh, but you have to imagine this too. The disciples had left, right? They were going to town to get food. She was coming from town to the well. Now back then, probably more than likely, somewhere along the line, they passed. Somewhere along the line, they in, in this uh, with them going to town to get food, her coming uh, to, to get to the well to get the water, they probably passed. And I will say this, at noonday with the time, uh, with, with uh, the day and with her coming and probably the reputation there of that, I'm sure it was probably and with her being a Samaritan or her being a woman and maybe even we know at that time some of the attire really uh, proclaimed what they were and at the time maybe she had a harlot's attire on. We don't know that, but very possible it is that. But I'm sure that it was one of these as she went this way and they were going that way, it was probably one of these. Get over here. Maybe some whispers. Maybe, maybe some, yeah, guys, just straight ahead. Don't look over here. Yeah, it's, it's, it's her. It's a Samaritan woman. And yet she probably had to deal with that. And you know how that feels at sometimes if you've ever had that feeling or maybe you've been mistreated or maybe you've been cast out for whatever reason. It doesn't feel good. And not only did she have to deal with that, now, and maybe there are other people, I'm sure, maybe passing through, and she probably got that a lot, Brother Jason, but then she's going and she has to go, and lo and behold, here she comes to the well, and there sits a man. Now she's got to deal with this. I'm just here to get water. I'm just here to, to draw this water, and then not only does she have to deal with him sitting there, but then he asks her for a drink. You shouldn't even be talking to me. You can imagine going through her mind. But she's going to soon find out that although maybe as bad as her day may have started, it was going to get ready to get a whole lot better, amen, because of the one who met her at the well. In verse 13, it says, Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. He begins to explain to her about the water that she's retrieving with that water pot. And the water that she, he goes on to explain that as long as she keeps drinking that water from that water pot, she got the return because that's all that water can do, but he can do much more for her. And then in verse, verse 14, he says, But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him 
uh, shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. What does he do? He goes on to explain to her, because she probably wasn't getting it at the time, but explaining to her that the water he was going to give her would be a well of water flowing out of her because it was eternal life and salvation. Amen? Look, he said he would put, Brother Jason, she would receive a well within. Think about that. Beach that water pot, amen. Beach, beach that water pot. Here's what I want to do. I want to look at two things. Like I said, if I get through both of them, great. If I only get through one, we'll pick it up tonight. I want to look at the effects. I want to look at the effects of this whale, and I want to look at the evidence of the whale. The effects that a whale has and the evidence. And I'm speaking of the whale. I'm speaking of eternal life. I'm thinking about Jesus. But we'll compare a whale. We'll do that. But I want to look at those things. The effects and then the evidence. All right? The effects of this whale. Back in verse 14, I want to draw something out to you. But whosoever drinketh of this water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him. It says a whale of water springing up into everlasting life. A whale, listen, a whale is better than a water pot because it is steady and it is flowing. Amen? Amen? A whale will be better. Hey, a whale, a whale chase that's always steadily flowing is better than just water sitting in a water pot. Amen? Living water is not stagnant water. Amen? Salvation is not death, but it is life. Amen. 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 Can you agree with that? And yet understand, not only is it life, but listen, it is a constant flow. Thank God, amen, that the well, if you're saved this morning, that that well that lives within you, that's springing up, praise God, it is a constant flow. Amen. You're not going to experience it to run dry. Amen. Look, you don't have to wait to the millennial. I talked about uh, Adam and Eve and in the beginning with, with when they were dwelling with the Lord, how a river flowed out of Eden, how in the millennial reign that river's going to flow out of the, out of the temple when uh, the Lord's reigning and we're reigning with him and in the new uh, heaven, new earth, and new Jerusalem, how that river's going to flow wherever God and man are dwelling together in unity. There's a river flowing, amen. But praise God, we don't have to wait till the millennial. We don't have to wait till, uh, till we get to heaven, amen. We have that now if you're saved, amen. amen. You have this well inside of you, amen, that is living. It's the Lord and he's living, amen. You have a water supply. You have, it's fresh. It's fresh, amen. We have put inside of us a well that is now, and we can look to him to supply our every need. You have a well within you that supplies your every need, amen. And uh, look, if you, will, if, you will, if you will look to Jesus, you'll not need a water pot anymore. Amen? Amen. And I'm going I'm to get to some other things, but I want to kind of just go through this because, look, it's a fresh supply. That well, hey, he is, his mercies are new every morning. Amen? Right. The Lord, he, he, he will never get stagnant, and it'll be a well inside of you. Amen? That, that, that will meet your every need spiritually. Amen? Now, look. It's not just living water, but it says also it was springing up. Look, look there in, uh, uh, in verse 10. It says, Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, 
and he would have given thee living water, okay? So now it's a steady flow, and it's living, it's not stagnant. But then in verse 14, he says, at the end of the verse there, he says, I shall give them, shall be in him a well of water. And it says, what are those next two words? Springing up, amen? Springing up. Listen, you get saved. We're talking about salvation this morning, amen. I'm talking about Jesus, amen. I'm talking about going from, from that, that sad life of having to, to, to go to the water pot of life and keep dipping down and trying to, to quench a thirst that is never quenched, amen, and live a life that is never finding what you're searching for. But one day Jesus meets you at the well, amen. And he tells you, listen, you can keep drawing with that water pot, but I got something greater, amen. And it's a well, hallelujah, that's living and steady and flowing, will meet your every spiritual need, and you can have that today and have eternal life, amen. And listen, not only is it is it steady, but it is springing up, amen. It's moving, amen. It is in there stirring up the heart, amen. That is salvation. Look, I can't explain it very well, I guess, uh, unless you just you you understand it if you're born again. But all I can tell you is when you get saved, amen. If you're born again, there's going to be something inside of you, Chase, amen. You're going to feel it, amen, because he's alive, amen. And it's going to spring up, and it's going to cause some things to happen in your life, amen. That's right, amen. This flow, is it? It isn't it didn't like water sitting in a water pot that's stagnant, but it's there, Brother Jason. It's moving. Hey, he's moving in your life. He's moved in. Things have moved out. He's going to be bubbling and moving. There's going to be movement there. Listen, for many, there are many, many people sitting in church pews and seats like you have sitting today right now in churches that have no idea what I'm talking about. They have no idea what I'm talking about. We were, uh, we were at this meeting, and uh, I'm so thankful that we went for many reasons. But I, I'm thankful. Listen, I've said it, and I'll say it again. I'm, I, I, there, and you look at this, and what we're looking at with salvation, salvation there is no death in salvation. Jesus is life. Amen. Everything about him is life. Amen. And this well is, is living and it's springing up. And there, there, there ought to be that, that, that evidence of the joy that we have and the gratitude for what he's done that moves us at points in our life. Amen. Right. We were there in that meeting and uh, we, we, it was the first night, man, and God had moved in and there was a fellow that I'd seen him. He was in the choir lot. I mean, this church, this is packed. This place is packed. I'm talking completely packed. And, and, and in the choir law, they had men, men's choir. Men, there were no women there at all except some of the ladies were helping serve some food and stuff. But they're up there, and a the fellow, just about dead center, man, he was, I mean, tell you, the Lord was moving, and he was thankful. And then all of a sudden, he jumps up on the chair, and he takes off down the choir law on top of the seats. I'm telling you, hey, he, I've heard about that, but I've never seen it. But I'm telling you, that, he had to be every bit of in his 50s, amen. We're not talking some, some young, limber guy. Down he came out of the choir law and got up on that pulpit and was praising God. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why, Chase. 26 years of his life, he was a drunkard and a drug addict. But one day, amen, when he didn't expect it, amen, Jesus came by his well, hallelujah, amen, and sat down with him and he showed that man listen you don't have to keep drawing from that water pot amen there's a well I can give you and that man's been faithful in the house of God serving God and there was something in him that sprung up and there's nothing wrong with that amen 
that said, I'm thankful I'm saved. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's what I'm talking about. But I'm telling you, it's sad to say, there are churches today that have no idea what I'm preaching on. Amen. We've got too many people. Stay with me. They've said a little prayer. They've repeated some little prayer. They've gotten a Bible. They've been baptized, taken down that aisle, pressured into that, but they never got that well. You hear me? I'm not causing doubt, but I'm telling you, listen, I'm telling you, it's more than, yes, for whosoever shall call upon them shall be saved. I'm saying, yes, we, with, uh, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God will raise him to the dead, thou shalt be saved. Yes, there is, there is that calling out to God, but I'm telling you, we've got too many today. Listen, all they've got is a profession, but Brother Barth, they have no possession. They don't have the well. They're still living out of a water pot. I'm telling you, when you get saved, listen, there's going to be something inside you that I don't need to tell you you are. You're going to know it. Right. Amen. It's not stagnant. Do you realize this? Everything that provokes you to do what you're doing for God is that whale living in you. It's the whale living in you. That's why it worries me, people that sit like wooden Indians in church. Hey, listen, and they never, they never are moved. There's a problem there, amen. There is a, because if you've got the well that's living and moving in you, there's going to be life, amen. There's going to be life. It's not stagnant. We've got so much stagnant Christianity today, no wonder lost people don't want Jesus. Amen. It's not stale. Amen. I thought about that. Listen, there's nothing stale about my Christian life here. I'm thankful for the life I've got to live. Amen. Amen. Brother Barth, it's greater than anything I've ever accomplished in my life, in my physical ability, and what the world had to offer. Amen. Amen. And I'm sad, Miss Lucy, to say for 29 years, I gave my life to the world, but I thank God, Chase. And finally one day when Jesus moved by my well, I accepted the offer, amen. Amen. And I'm telling you right now, listen, hey, there's nothing this world has to offer than what I've got in Jesus, amen. Amen. And nothing about it, nothing about it is stale, amen. 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 Nothing about it is boring, amen. It's not, listen, it's not stagnant, it's not stale, and it's not silent. It's not silent, amen. And it's not stiff. I can say there are a lot. I'm not. I'm going to move on. But it's not stiff. Amen? Why? It's springing up. There's no stiffness in that. There's no stagnant in that. Amen? There, there, there is, listen, Brother Jason, that, I'm telling you, listen, it is, it is alive and well when he's alive and well in you today. Amen? Amen. It's fresh. It's fresh. Think about a whale. Think about a spring. Think about that fresh water. Man, I've said it before. Uh, my first job I had, I mowed for a lady. She had a spring house. Man, that water would come up through that thing. I'd get that dip right. Man, it was so fresh, Brother Barth. Clear. I'd drink out that dipper. Man, it made me thirsty now. It was fresh. I'm thankful. Aaron, my salvation is just as exciting and moves me when I talk about it and tell you today as it did the day I got saved. Amen. Amen. I'm thankful that I can get excited when others get saved, amen. And, and it stirs my heart and brings to memory things in my life when Jesus passed by my well, amen. Brother Jason. Amen. 
I'm thankful, Chase, it hadn't gotten old to me. Amen. Listen, the gospel never gets old. It should never get old. Listen, going to church doesn't get old. I remember my family. They got so scared that me and Chris got saved. I mean, boy, I mean, they were scared to death. What's happened? Oh, my. Yeah, let me tell you what happened. Jesus happened. Amen. I got the well, Brother Richard. I didn't just get a water pot. I got the well. Amen. Hallelujah. And they thought, my stars, what's wrong with Listen, hey, and here's their concern. Y'all going to burn yourselves out. I mean, that was told us. And then they got worried about the kids. Oh, my. You've jerked more out of public school. She's going to be a weird kid. And then here comes Kenny. She was mean as a snake. But she's going to be bad, you know. And listen, oh, my stars, your family's going to be terrible. Let me tell you what, you're going to burn out. Guess what? We're still going strong, yeah, brother Jason. Amen. amen. You want to know why, Chase? Because we got the well, amen. I didn't get a water pot that got stagnant on me, that got steel on me. I got the well, Amen. And it's fresh every day. Hallelujah. Amen. It's fresh. Amen. Not only is it steady. Amen. No burning out. Amen. That's exactly right, Chase. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's steady. It's always flowing. Amen. It's springing up. But here's my third point. A well is better than a water pot because it satisfies. It satisfies. Amen. Listen to me, this well, what Jesus was speaking of to this lady, it was provided all at once. Amen? I'm thankful for that. You don't get Jesus in increments, you get him all. <laughs> Thank the Lord, amen. It wasn't in stages. When I bowed my head and I, as best as I could, plead to him, would he save me and have me, he saved me and I got all of Jesus that night, Jason. Amen. amen. Look, and here's the thing. I didn't get a little pot full. I got the way away, man. More than I ever could handle, amen. More than I ever can drink, amen. Just like I'd go to Miss Prophets at Ladies and I'd go to that spring house and no matter how hot it was and I'd push them over that yard. I'm going to tell you what, that water was there. You could see it moving, bubbling up. It was cold. It was refreshing. Hey, it never got low, amen. I'm telling you right now, hey, he'll never run out, amen. Praise God, amen. I didn't get just a water pot. I got the well. Amen. Listen, you want to know why that crowd's got to go to the... You want to know why they, they, they filled up the bars on Friday night? You want to know why we got all these stinking beer joints and, and these, these, these uh, what you call them, uh, uh, little breweries everywhere now? You want to know, know why? Because people rolled in and had to go down there Friday night. And you know what? They woke up with a headache on Saturday morning. It had to go back Saturday night. You know why? Because all they had to do was go back and fill their water pot. They don't have the well. <laughs> They don't have the well, amen. amen. You get Jesus, you won't need that garbage anymore, amen. Right. Amen. Thank God. Listen, you get hold of Jesus, you get, a, you get hold of the well, you won't need a 12-pack anymore and buy another one the next night and the next night and weekend after weekend and even during the week sometimes. I'm telling you what, listen, you won't have to go get another fifth. You won't have to go buy uh, another uh, marijuana joint. Listen, I'm telling you right now, you won't have to ever go to another bar if you get the well, amen. 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 It's true. You know why they're trying to legalize pot? You know, you know why, why they're, they're trying, to, trying to make sodomy acceptable? It's because people keep trying to find something to satisfy them, and they can't. But I'm telling you, the well satisfies, amen. 
He'll satisfy your soul, your longing, your desires. Amen. Look, I can promise you this. You get hold of you drink of that well, you drink of Jesus, amen. You won't need that junk anymore. Amen. Look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not glorifying the world today, but I'm just being as real with you as I can. Is listen, hey, I, tobacco had a hold on me. I couldn't get up in the morning. I'd put a dip of snuff in before I took a shower and spit down the drain. Ain't that beautiful? Amen. Didn't I? I would. It had that big of a hold on me. But I can promise you this, Aaron. When I got saved, amen, hey, I'm telling you, Brother Barth, the next morning, amen, that snuff can came out of my pocket and went into the trash can chase. I've never put another dip in my gum since then, amen. And I tried all kinds of stuff. Amen. Amen. When I got hold of the whale, he satisfied me with a water pot, couldn't Yes. Amen. That's right. Amen. That's true, amen. amen. Alcohol. Listen, all, all that hey, all that junk, I'm telling you, listen, hey, all that stuff that people are trying to fill their water pot, they're trying to get satisfied, but they keep that to go dipping in the same junk over and over and over again or going to another little uh, place to try to dip into that to get a water because all they got is a water pot. You get hold of the well, you won't need that anymore. Right, Amen. I have no tolerance for alcohol. Zero. I've preached messages here in this church why I'm against it, and I'm going to preach them, probably preach it again, probably get into the new building, let people know where I stand. Listen, I don't like joking about it. Uh, I, I don't like to make light of it. I can't stand for preachers to make light of it, and they do. I'm going to tell you what, I was nearly an alcoholic. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now, it had a hold on me. I'm going to tell you, it was a devil's brew and had a hold on me. Well, I can handle it. And you can, Listen, yeah, you ought not do anything to cause somebody to fall into something like that to be that deadly. Amen. Amen. I, well, we were, my, my family was in a while back. And they could talk about somebody they went to school with, young man. I mean, younger than me, he died, lived a terrible life, bar to bar. His uncle got up at the funeral and said, uh, said uh, I'm sure he'd be, he was a fisherman. He'd be one, he's probably one of the Jesus' disciples because he was a fisherman and just starts going blaspheming our Lord. And start, then he starts talking about how they went to the drink and went to the bars. And that stinking no good for nothing preacher got up and said, you know what? Said you ought to all go have a drink for him today. He did, didn't he? And and he said and he in, and then at the end of the sermon he had all and they said that church was packed with people who need to hear the gospel and said this has been one of the most refreshing funerals I've been at in a long time and he began to herald the fact that just go out and honor go to one of those places he used to go and have you one for him today what a disgrace what a disgrace. That man doesn't have a whale. He's just got a stinking water pot. And he, all he can offer people is water pots. I'm telling you right now, Jesus is a whale, amen. amen. He'll satisfy and take away that, amen. 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 Listen, alcohol has wrecked more lives. It's ruined more marriages. It's killed more people. It's done more damage than guns ever would do. You want to ban some of this country? Ban alcohol. Amen. 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 Ban that, Amen. Right. It's done more damage. Listen, it, hey, you, you want to know it's killed more teenagers and more young people at the colleges and at the high school? It's at beer they sell at Walmart's what it is, amen. It ain't guns. 
It's alcohol, but you know what? They make too much money. You know why? Because they're making a fortune off the offering water pots. But I'm telling you, we got something better than a water pot, amen. We got a well, amen. I'm telling you what, if you'll drink at the well, you won't need that water pot garbage anymore, amen. Anymore. This well I'm speaking of, it has a steady flow. It's springing up. It satisfies. And it also, it's better than a water pot because it brings sweet joy. Sweet joy. There's joy in Jesus. Amen. Amen. There's joy in Jesus. Yeah, we ain't going to get done. We'll finish this one, all right? Look at verse 28. The woman then left her water pot. Hallelujah. Amen. I'll tell you right there. Hey, listen, I, I thank God I left that water pot full of all that garbage, Brother Jason, that I had in my, all that satisfaction of the world I was trying. I was filling my water pot with that junk. I left that water pot that day. Amen. amen. Never went back to it. Hallelujah. Amen. amen. Says she left her water pot and went her way into the city, saith to, and saith to the men, Come, see a man which told me all things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? No question there. She, hey, listen, that's with joy. She is coming to them saying, "I Listen, why else? Who'd she go to? Who'd she go to, Miss Kayla? Who, who'd she go to? The men. She went to the men. Isn't that something? You know why she went to the men? That's who she is comfortable around. That was her livelihood. But praise God, when she went to those men this time, Brother Barth, right away, she had joy of the Lord that was never there because, listen, there's no joy in sin. Pleasure but for a season, but after a while it brings misery. But she had a joy they had never seen because she drank of the well, Aaron. And she went to those men, and then they said, hey, we need to go see who this man is that changed her. Amen? There's joy found in Jesus. Amen? Amen? Listen, you're not just going to find what you need in Jesus. You're going to find more than you ever could imagine in Jesus. <laughs> That's wonderful. John 15 says this, These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you. Who's he talking to? He's talking to believers. He's talking to you all. He's talking to us through this. He says, These things have I spoken to you, that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. Amen. Full, satisfying, fresh, steadily moving, steadily filling your, your cup, amen, your life, your heart, amen. In John 10, 10, it says this, The thief cometh not, Jesus himself speaking of the devil, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and destroy. Morgan, he wants to steal your happiness. He wants to destroy your happiness. He wants to kill your happiness. He wants to destroy your testimony. He wants to do that for anybody in here. That's, right. That's what he's got to do. But right. Jesus said, here's what he said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Amen? Amen. Praise Amen. God. Amen. Amen. Man, those men saw a difference in her life and they wanted to come out and see who made that change? Amen. And I'm going to tell you, part of that difference was joy. Joy. Listen, we need to have joy in our life. Amen. This world needs to see joy in our life. We've got a well now. We're not living off of a water pot. My supply goes deep. Amen. 
And it's fresh. And it's steady. It's everlasting, Chase. Listen, the world ought to see that. They don't need to see some Christian with their lip hung way down here. Oh, well, it's so tough. Listen, I know it's bad, but I'm telling you right now, we're living off the well. Hallelujah. Amen. When Hezekiah and them were preparing for battle, he had to send two men, two groups of men, one, one group this way, one group that way to connect water underneath the ground so the enemy couldn't have it, but they had it inside the camp, amen. And they were preparing for war. Listen, we're in a war, amen. And I'm going to tell you what, this world is dry, this world is barren, and it'll leave you thirsty all the time, but praise God, you get in with Jesus and you get in with God's crowd, amen. Hey, there's a well there, amen. And hey, you can gain satisfaction. You can experience that freshness, amen. amen. Hallelujah. There's joy. We ought to be. We ought to be the happiest people on the planet. Right. Amen. Look, I'm not going. If I leave today and get a flat tire, I ain't going to be happy. But I can still have the joy of the Lord in my heart. Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. I mean, look. I mean, I'm not going to say, "Oh boy, Chase, we got a flat tire." Hallelujah. I'm going to say, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah. I'm going to say, "Are you kidding me?" Get change that thing, Chase. No, I'm just kidding. No, I know you would. No, I'm going to say, "Hey, but praise God, we're in the wreck." Amen. Thank God I'm have a flat tire, but thank God we've got the energy to do it. We've got the, the means to do it. I've got a tire in the back. We can replace it, amen. Thank God. That's right. Why is the world going to want something we're offering if people that say they've got him are miserable? Right. You're right. I'm tired of that, amen. Why is young people, why, why are we so hard on the young people? Hey, they're leaving. I said it in Sunday school, the statistics of why they're leaving church when they're able to get out of mom and dad's home, it'll stagger you. Amen. Part of the problem is mom and daddy, hey, they need to get some joy. They need to go to the well. Amen. Amen. And see what it is that God has for them and what he's doing for them in their life. Amen. It made a difference in her life. Listen, I got to quit. Man, I got so much to... Mm. A well is better than a water pot any day. Why? Because it's steady. Amen. It's springing up. It satisfies and it brings sweet joy. Amen. Amen. Those are the effects of the whale. That's for everybody that's saved. Amen. Understand something. This ain't well, uh, they got a little more and I got no. When you get Jesus, you get all of him. Amen. Amen. Praise God, I want you to understand something. Listen, now let me say this, because I know some of you ain't going to be able to make it back tonight. So let me just say this, because we're, we're going to look, we're going to look at the evidence. There's, how do you know you've got the well and not the water pot? We're going to look at that tonight. All right? But let me say this. Those of you that can, if you can, great. If you can't, but let me say this. We've got too many people today. Listen, the things I just covered and talked about, they either, here's what, here's what they're doing. They're living with a water pot. They never got the well. Or their well was clogged, Brother Jason. Their well was clogged. We got too many Christians that are saved today. And they've allowed for this world and the junk that this world has to provide to clog their well. Amen. Right. You remember the, Jacob's well? You remember the wells? His daddy, you remember Isaac when he went and he came down in the Old Testament and he began all those wells that were dug at one time? You know what? They were all filled in. You know who filled them in? The Philistines filled them in. You know what the devil wants to do? Brother Barth, he wants to try to throw dirt in your well tomorrow. 
And if we let him, he'll keep kicking it and the world will keep kicking it. And they'll take a little bit and throw it in there. And next thing you know, hey, that well isn't bubbling. Oh, it's there. But it's got too much dirt on top of it for it to be enjoyed like it used to be enjoyed, Chase. You girls better hear me. You go out into the world, you're in the world, but not of the world. But if you're not careful, you'll let the world kick dirt in your well. That fresh, satisfying, beautiful well that, that God provided for you. And if you're not careful, next thing you know, you won't enjoy the things that you could be enjoying in Christ. Amen. That you right. used to enjoy because you've let your well get clogged. Right. But thank God, we know Isaac, what did he do? He began to dig. Amen. He got down, Chase, and he began to dig. Amen. It may mean today that, listen, hey, you may, the reason you don't have the effects I'm talking about is because you've got a water pot you don't have the well, but it may be you got the well, it's just clogged. You might need to get on your knees and start digging, amen. Right. Right. And say, you know what, God, I want, I want that freshness back. I want that steady flow back. I want that sadness. I want those things the preacher's talking about. We're going to talk about that tonight, all right? But I just want to give you a little bit of that. For those of you that won't be able to come, I want to give you that. Hey, study it out. Go back to the Old Testament. Study the them wells are interesting. But you look at that. Philistines clogged them. The enemy's out to clog your well. He's out to throw dirt in your well. Don't let the dirt of this world affect the enjoyment of the well that God's provided for you. Amen. Amen. It's important. But I'm telling you right now, a well, more you can come to piano, a well is better than a water pot any day. Why? Because it's steady. It's living. It's springing up. It satisfies and it brings sweet joy. Amen. 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 Let's go ahead and stand to our.